Glory to God. I want you all to know it is a pleasure to serve y'all. I want you to know that. Just like I want God to know it's a pleasure to serve him. Zoom, it's a pleasure to serve you all and bring you this word today. I want you to know that. Thank you, Jesus. But today I want to talk about this uh, English word called avarice. The Webster Dictionary defines the word avarice as an excessive desire for wealth. Avarice. Amen. It's A-V-A-R-I-C-E. Avarice. And the word avarice reveals a sin that is closely related to greed. <laughs> oh, I was enjoying when the Lord was putting this in me, but I say that every, every week. Every time the Lord put a word on me, I say, Lord, this is just a great word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Amen. But as he was putting this word in me, he was showing me the world system today. Amen. Because the world is getting so greedy. Amen. <laughs> and, and, and what they do to perpetuate their greed is they always tell us it's a shortage so they can raise the price. Amen. But God didn't create a world. Get this right here in your spirit. God did not create a world and then not put enough resources to sustain it. It's just not true. Amen. There's no shortage of anything. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's just greed. Which is related to my subject, the word avarice. Which is just really plain old sin. Amen. Oh, I like this, this, this cover today. It says, the earth has enough for every man's needs, but not for every man's greed. <laughs> oh, let me read the scripture. First Timothy 6 says, but godliness with contentment is what, saints? It's great gain. <laughs> when you got God and you content in him, ooh, that's great gain. Amen. You have everything. Think about it. <laughs> If you got God in your life, you're not lacking anything. <laughs> Amen. He's all in all. Amen. Then it says, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out of it. <laughs> Be content in the state that you're in. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know what, I'm just seeing how we are the measuring stick for what we have and do and all of that anyway. Because it's reaping and sowing. That's why I say put that seed in the ground. <laughs> Plant it. It's going to come up a lot. When I looked at all that corn, I couldn't even, it was just so much corn, I couldn't bear, I couldn't see across the road. <laughs> Amen. God is a multiplier. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. But I just want you to see this today, this word avarice, and this, it really is just plain old sin. There's no shortage of anything, thanks to God. It's just greed. Yeah. Let me give you the, 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 the number one they love to raise the price on this. Gasoline. Because <laughs> we need gas to run our vehicles and to run certain equipment and all of that, right? And they tell us that the gas prices are based on crude oil, which they claim from time to time. It's a shortage of. 
One time they dumped so much of it in the water or whatever, it fell off the boat or whatever they told us. And then the prices just went sky high. <laughs> so what happens when the so-called shortage ends, do the prices come back down? <laughs> Not in proportion to how they went up. <laughs> Amen. Because it's greed, saints. But here's the new thing that they got right now. This one is, is something else. When you go out to eat, saints, and some of these restaurants just straight add 20% tip to your bill. Amen. They just add the 20%. Wasn't tips based on service, I thought? What if it wasn't, a, you know, you felt like, hey, this was just mediocre service. But they're going to add the 20% on your bill. Amen. But here's the thing. <laughs> Then I was, at a, I was at a Chinese restaurant. This was not long ago, no, and I'm not going to name any names. My wife said, don't you be naming those names. <laughs> they added 20% on the bill. Then the waiter came and whispered a bit in my ear. She said, uh, we added 20% tip on your bill. I said, I see it. She said, but that's for the dishwashers, the table cleaners, the this, the that. She said, so could you please just leave me a tip? That's what I said. What? You're going to add 20% to my bill and then ask me to leave you a tip. It's greed, saints to God. I'm trying, I'm trying to expose this today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But let me say this. Because I love good service. And I'll pay for it. Amen. Amen. But I have a problem with 20% telling you the truth. God king, what does God kingdom require? 10%. Did it go up? Do, is it always going up, up, up? God, now I want you to do more. No, the God says, I'm going to give you 90%. And you just give me 10. That's the seed he wants you to put in the ground. Y'all better catch this revelation because it's, it's harvest time. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The world, the world just tells us to bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there'll be meat in the house. What is that talking about? What meat? Meat is the word of God. It's food. It's fresh revelation. See, and if, if the tithes are properly brought into the storehouse, the man of God, he, might, he may have a, a, be a working person. He had to go do this and go do that and, and trying to make ends meet because the, the, the house of God is not being supported. Now he's not getting, he should be sitting under God getting fresh revelation for you. First thing he should be doing. Amen. But if he got to run around, because it's always a short house, it's a short, there's no shortage of anything. It's the attitude, it's the greed that people have to make things short. Amen. Oh, I got to get this in your spirit today. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 10% is the 10%. I got a problem with the world asking me for 20%. <laughs> the world wants me to support its system more than God's system? Y'all don't have no problem with that? I got a problem with it. Amen. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Here's a real good example, too. Purchasing a new car. You all ever tried to do that lately? <laughs> I'm sorry about the heat in here too when we came in here they had the heat on amen it was 83 there's always something going on I don't know but anyway we put the air on and hopefully it cools us all off 
<laughs> but I'm gonna give you this example of purchasing a new car because th there's a so-called chip so shortage that's creating a car shortage. Are y'all familiar with that? <laughs> yeah, it's a chip shortage. They'll say, you know, this chip that, you know, all these cars are electric or hybrid or whatever, and this special chip that's in them, there's a shortage and in China, and you know, they always blame China, you know, <laughs> right. So how does that affect us? Well, they're asking us to pay 10 to 15% over the manufacturer's suggested retail price which is already inflated. I want y'all to hear this now. This word avarice, just greed, what's going on today. Amen. And they got a name for this thing too. They call that 10 to 15% over the manufacturer's suggested retail price. They call that the fair market adjusted value. <laughs> when that salesman told me that, oh, he didn't want to do that. I try to send him a text every day. <laughs> Like, you got, you bold, dude, to even send me this foolishness. And I made him put it in writing, too. He said, no, come on in. We're going to work it out. I said, no, I don't have time to waste. When I come in, I come in with checks. So we're going to negotiate this right now without wasting my time driving to your place. And then he sent me that. I couldn't, he, first of all, the manufacturer suggested retail price. He went 6000 over that. I'm looking, don't they know everything is online? You can look at the thing online. There's the price right. M-S-R-P. This is the price of the car. Okay. He inflated that six more thousand. Then he added this uh, manufacturer's, oh, this market adjusted, fair market, fair. See how they put names on lies. The devil is a liar. Fair market adjusted price. Then he put 5,000 more on that. <laughs> oh, God, he was bold. I told him, I said, you know what? We will be waiting out the short, the so-called shortage. Uh, we're not in any hurry. You know, we'll just wait it out. Oh, but this and that, man, you, I can't believe you. I couldn't believe him. But I really want to expose this, this today, saints. This avarice, <laughs> which amounts to greed. Did you all know greed is one of the seven deadly sins? <laughs> It's deadly. This one I'm showing you today is deadly. That's why I'm showing it to you. Amen. So the seven deadly sins are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. Those are the seven deadly sins. But today we're talking about avarice, which is closely related to greed. Also, another word under this umbrella is stinginess. <laughs> another word is miserliness or covetousness. <laughs> See, when I looked up these related words, I looked at like this miserliness. I got this definition. It says an excessive desire to save money. But then it said behind it, Extreme meanness. I said extreme meanness. <laughs> and then it gave me a, 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 a sentence. It says, the party earned a damaging reputation for miserliness by cutting pensions. Think about that, saints of God. <laughs> I'm on a pension. 
think about all the people who worked all them years for a pension, and they constantly talking about, we gonna cut the pension. What the people gonna do? They earned the pension. They did not, it's not like they gave it to us. How you gonna cut something we earned? Amen? But that's why I, I looked at the, it says extreme meanness, because that's what that would be. If they cut your pension after you worked all them years, that's extreme, not just mean. Extreme meanness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All these words are synonyms of avarice. But I, I'm here to show you what the Bible say. Amen. Because <laughs> it's a sin of idolatry. And Colossians were given like this template on how to live in Christ. How we are to move in him. How we are to deal with avarice. Amen. So let me, let me show it to you right now. So turn in your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3. And we're going to look at the very first verse. Colossians 3 and 1. It says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. <laughs> Saints of God, when you're risen with Christ and we are risen with him who received him, you are now alive in him. <laughs> so what happens? You begin to now understand spiritual truths realities amen blessings and the will of the lord the will of god when you're risen in christ you know what another similar scripture to this one a companion scripture to this one says it says seek the kingdom first and his righteousness notice it didn't say your righteousness it said his righteousness because <laughs> we don't have any righteousness all of our righteousness is in christ and once you learn that <laughs> You can get guilt and shame off your life. Amen. But it also helps us to prioritize and live orderly. This scripture tells us, seek the kingdom first and his righteousness. See, first things got to be first. Amen. <laughs> seek those things which are above. <laughs> Amen. That's why we're here today. Y'all know why we're here today? <laughs> Because we're seeking the Lord. We're seeking the things that are above. That's why we're here. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. And those things include a deeper knowledge of Christ, saints. Amen. Exact reason we're here. Closer fellowship with him. The experience of his resurrection power. That's why we hear that when she was praying, did y'all wasn't y'all experiencing the resurrection power of the Lord? That's why we're here. Amen. Victory over sin. I'm told, I'm showing you what we should be seeking, the things that are above. The development of godly virtues. You know, in this same passage, like if we go down to Verse 12, it was talking about put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercy and kindness and humbleness of mind and meekness and long suffering. And then it tells us to forbear one another and forgive one another. All these things I'm talking about, things are above. Amen. And it says above all these things, put on charity. That's love, saints, which is the bond of perfectness. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to show you our priorities right here, saints. <laughs> Keep you out of avarice because it's deadly. Amen. It's a deadly sin. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. See, the fulfillment of domestic and social responsibilities, when you seek things above, that's how it is. An effective prayer life, seeking the things which are above. Huh? Fruitfulness in witnessing the folks. That's seeking the things which are above. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 2, what it says. Now, if the one tells us to seek the things which are above, look at verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. See, he's making it plain now. He's just making it plain. This is what you set your affection on. This is what you seek. But no, I want to see Beyonce. Seek the things that are above. Oh, if they could just hear this word. Just think about it. They just got, had the pleasure, the privilege to hear this word right here. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. All those things I name are what you want to set your affection on. It'll keep you out of avarice. Amen. Look at verse 3. For ye are dead, <laughs> and your life is hid with Christ in God. <laughs> Believers are eternally secure, protected from all spiritual enemies. Say amen to that. And we have all access to God's blessings. <laughs> but as concerning here in this earth, we're dead. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I got a question for y'all. Y'all know I be having questions. What do dead folks do in this earth? Nothing. Thank you, Minister Lisa. Nothing. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It has no power over us. Amen. What's in Christ is stronger than what's in the world. Amen. As a matter of fact, be of good cheer because what's in him has already overcame the world. <laughs> so why are we in here talking about rejoicing the Lord? How long? Always and again I say. Amen. That's why we're here. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're dead to this earth mess. That's why when they play games, they send me that quote like that. I'm dead to that foolishness. I'm going to text you every day. Matter of fact, I might text, start texting him a scripture every day. Because he need to be saved. Because he, <laughs> he need to be saved. Oh, I just got that. Thank you for that, Lord. I'll send him one tomorrow. I got just the one, too, that's in this world. Oh, Lord, that's why we're here, saints of God. We want God to speak to us and tell us what we need to do. <laughs> Look at verse 4, saints. It says, when Christ, who is what, saints? Who is our life, shall appear, <laughs> then shall ye also appear with him in glory. <laughs> so we're talking about in Christ, with, when he appears, that's talking about his second coming, because you know he's returning, right? Amen. All our hopes are caught up in that right there. Amen. Amen. So we are in him. Our life is hidden in him. And he is our life. That's what this scripture is telling us. Amen. Oh, that's a lot. But, but look at what verse 5 says. Mortify. <laughs> what does mortify mean? Just right, without even going in. What does mortify mean? Kill, it. 
feel it. Amen. It says, mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. See, that's why we dead to this mess. Because we mortified this. We're dead to it. Amen. Then it says, fornication. Kill it. Uncleanness. Kill it. Inordinate affection. Kill it. Evil concupiscence. Kill it. And covetousness, that's what we're talking about today. But look what it says it is, which is idolatry. Woo, see, that, that'll hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> when you run into a concert and you don't have this kind of prayer, you don't have all you have and set your affection on things, that will hurt you. <laughs> oh, I'm exposed to that today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. What we want to do with avarice is kill it, saints. It's the punchline. Covetousness equals idolatry to idolize things. It's greed, it's stinginess, it's miserliness, all stem from the word avarice. We have to kill it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This is the mess that changes our focus back to earthly. Oh, I want y'all to catch this revelation. It makes us disobey God. See, we get greed. That'll set us off. God is telling us one thing, but we get so greedy, we want to go another way. Amen? Now, then we begin to disobey God. Greed will make you push God right out of the picture. Amen. Trying to gain something we really don't even need. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Real life comes from setting our affections on things above. That's real life, saints. Look at verse 6. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience? It's talking about all those worldly things, covetousness, idolatry, all those. That's what sets God off. <laughs> it says, it's sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Thank God we're not the children of disobedience. We are the children of God. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and that stuff I named above is the normal everyday lifestyle of the children of disobedience. But as God's children, saints, we're fleeing that. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> we're fleeing that. Amen. It's still coming at us right. in one way or another. Yeah. It's not going to stop, no. but we're just going to overcome it. Yeah. Amen. Because we're growing in godliness. Yeah. We'll beat it. Some things, hey, we, we just fighting, fighting, fighting. Every day, it's another fight. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Every single day, it's another fight. Please hear me, saints of God. It ain't easy for nobody. You, you might look and say, well, it's easy for the pastor. No, it's tougher for me. <laughs> he, he coming at me with everything. He know I'm going to wake up and in my spirit going to be, I got to go bless God's people. <laughs> he know that. I can't make no excuse. I got to get up and go bless God. And if it's sickness, anything, Lord, now you know your servant can't be sick. I got things to do for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to learn. I talk to him like that when that stuff try to take your body over. Oh, my back, I could barely get out this bit. Lord, I got to get up. <laughs> I must be about your business. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. All of a sudden, everything just be right again. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, Lord. So it was talking about those things that bring on the wrath of God. Look at verse 7. It says, in the, what, in the which ye also walk sometime. When ye lived in them. See, that's what, that's what I've just got done telling you. See, sometimes 
We walked in that one, and at some point, we lived in all of that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I want to share this revelation with you because it's a trick of the devil, and it needs to be talked about a lot because how the devil tricks people to go the other way and not come into the house of God is because they're not, they don't think they're worthy. Amen. See, they look at us and say, oh, see, they, they, they worthy. They, they good. They perfect. You know, but I, I ain't that way. That's what the devil is telling them. You know you're not ready to stop doing this or that or whatever. So you can't go in there. You got to get yourself ready. Saints of God, you can't get ready. You come in here and you sit and God will get you ready. Don't worry about it. He going to get you right. But that foolishness the devil is telling them, oh, you ain't ready for that. You go in there, you're going to be an outcast. No, this is the hospital. <laughs> it's making everybody well. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We don't have any special privileges other than we're in Christ. And we're looking for him. Amen. <laughs> we're giving him some time <laughs> to get us together. We're not together. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So that's what you tell them the next time they tell you, oh, I can't go in there. Ah, my sins are too great. No, they're not. That's where you need to go so you can get fixed. <laughs> you can't fix it by yourself. Go and get yourself right then go in there. No, that, it don't work like that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Say we once lived like that. We lived in those fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence. <laughs> That's why we're here, saints. <laughs> it helps us to control and eliminate those things out of our life. Yes. Amen. Just think how we would be if we wasn't here. <laughs> think how we would be if we didn't come in. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 8. It says, but now, say now. Ye also put off all these. What does he want us to put off? Anger, yeah. wrath, yeah. malice, blasphemy, yeah. filthy communication out of your mouth. See, now as the children of God, we want to put that, all that stuff off. Yeah. See, that works. Those are the works of the old flesh man that had to be buried for the spirit man to live. See, we buried all that with Christ. Yeah. Amen. We buried all that. Amen. When we came up with Christ, all that mess was eliminated. Amen. Oh, we got buried. Thank you, Jesus. And when it tries to rise back up, we quick. Oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. So today, saints of God, we're on avarice, which is greed, or the sin of idolatry, which is a sin against God and causes trouble. Say amen to that. But the world system is full of it. It's full of avarice. The rich get richer and the poor get poor. <laughs> Amen. And I'm going to say, I want to end with this last thing. I'm going to show you all this right here. Because the Bible is totally against this. It's called usury. Amen. <laughs> That's against God. Amen. What, what, well, what is that? How does the world implement that? With interest and all the fees that they add on certain things. That's usury. That's not God. Amen. <laughs> so they inflate the price. Then they charge you excessive interest on top of that. 
What if I would have went for that Kylon? He inflated the manufacturer's suggested retail price, which was already inflated. Then he added that little fair market by whatever that nonsense was. And then just think of the interest that would have been paid on that loan. <laughs> it's usury. It's not God. Amen. That's why I told him to give me the cash price. Because I don't want to do usury. <laughs> it's not God. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The world system is full of our avarice, Lord. They implement that usury, and uh, it's just totally against God. Yeah. Let me show it to you, <laughs> okay? <laughs> the proof of the pudding is in the eating, right? So we know that usury is excessive interest and bank charges. The bank charges us for loans, all those fees, all those other things that they add. Amen. But let me show you one of the greatest travesties. And it's so sad because they do it to our children. It's when we send them off to college. Amen. So most of them can't afford to go to college because the parents not rich. You know how much college is? So now they got to take out a loan. <laughs> and the college loan interest rate is pretty high now. I looked at it. I say, wow, they used to try to keep that a little low, try to give us a, a little break, but not today. Everything is high. <laughs> so what does that do? It makes our children slaves before they even graduate. God is not into us being in bondages at all, to nothing. Amen? <laughs> so they have all these student loans they got to pay back. Let me give y'all this sad note, because y'all like bonuses. Here's a sad note. The president ruled to excuse those student loan debts. But, say but, but the courts overruled him. A bunch of foolery. Amen. <laughs> but, oh, there you go. <laughs> Amen. Avarice. <laughs> there you go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But I'm not going to go there. I'm here to tell you what the Bible says. Look at Proverbs 22. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. God is against usury, saints of God. Yeah. Amen. Ask him to meet your needs, whatever it is. And if it's, if it's not happening, then you may not need it. You may have to figure out another way. But don't let the world just take advantage of you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Proverbs 22 and 7 says this. It says, the rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. See, once you borrow that money, now you're a servant. You're a slave to that lender. <laughs> and he does, God, don't, that's why he got him out of Egypt. He wants us free from bondage. And this is exactly how our children get caught up before even entering in the workplace. Amen? It's usury. It's avarice. It's greed. I got to give y'all my personal opinion because when I went back to school late in life, I was 30 years old and uh, General Motors was paying for this schooling, which was really nice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because I count all my blessings. But what I realized, and I was an A student, <laughs> which was, which I didn't know I was that smart like that. I didn't, but I knew I had to make some real money because General Motors was paying pretty decent money. 
And I never thought in a million years I was going to ever see another school because I was totally anti that, you know. But I ended up going back as a student. But as I did that, this is what the Lord showed me. God is good. He know what he wants you to do in the future. So he'll, he'll put you in things and kind of prepare you for where he's taking you, right? What I learned, I thought in my heart, I said, Lord, I'm watching all these kids take out all these loans. And I didn't have to do that because General Motors was paying for it. I said, this should be free for all of them too, Lord. That's what was in my spirit. Yeah, you making straight A's. I didn't have to worry about how I'm going to pay for this. I didn't have no worry. They worrying. Amen. All I'm doing is going to school and taking more and more classes because somebody else is paying for it. Amen. Amen. Think about if America could think like that. If the, I mean, for serious students, students that want to go in there and excel, it should be free. Why are you charging them? Amen. But we can't even get our mind wrapped around that because they didn't brainwashed us to think, oh, you got to take out a loan and pay us interest. It's greed. It's avarice. <laughs> and I'm exposing it today. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Did you all know in the Old Testament, the charging of interest of any kind was considered wrong and it was made illegal? <laughs> let, me, let me show that to you. Look, turn to Exodus chapter 22 for me. Thank you, Jesus. God was instructing Israel how to live outside of the Egyptian rule in this passage. Y'all know Exodus means to exit. They had exit out of Egypt, right? And he was teaching them rules on how to live. Amen. And he spoke to them in this manner concerning lending money. Verse 25. If thou lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, is that not our students? Huh? About 85, 90% of them. They, they can't afford to do that. But it says, if thou lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shalt not be to him as an usurer. Neither shalt thou lay upon him usury. <laughs> Think about that, saints. The poor student who wants to further his education. They don't have no money. They got to take out all them loans, which come with usury, interest, because of greed, because of avarice. Amen. Oh, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your word. I just wanted to show you all that today. Hallelujah. I wanted you all to see that clearly because we all wrapped up in it. Amen. We got children in school. If you go out and buy a car and you paying a loan and, and really be, be, really be clear on these, these, these new cars with these chips. Watch what they do. Amen. You're going to be shocked. First of all, the manufacturer suggested retail prices way overpriced. My father taught me, son, whenever you buy a car, don't never give them this price. Amen. I said, okay, dad. So that was in my spirit from a child. Now I'm going in here and you telling me, oh, no, it's a shortage. See, they always say it's a shortage. That sucks to see it. It's not enough. But see, when you know God, you know there is no shortage. Right. <laughs> see, if you don't know God, then you buy into that. But I'm like, wait a minute. God created this world, and I, we don't serve that kind of God that won't put enough resources for us to live in this world. There's no shortage of water. There's no shortage of nothing. Amen. We got abundant life. Say amen to that quickly. Amen. That's how we live in Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's pray, saints of God. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you free us from our children of depth from the world, son. Lord, thank you, Lord. Free our children from that, Father. Your word says that we owe man nothing but to love him, Lord. 
Lord, help us not to succumb to avarice, to greed, to covetousness, and to learn to be patient, long-suffering, and anxious for nothing. Renew a right spirit in your servants, Lord, to set our affections on things above and sink the kingdom first in your righteousness. Lord, help us today in this out-of-control, greedy world. We ask it in Jesus' name. Everybody agree with that? Say, amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus.